ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a Twisted Visionary. Welcome to the first episode of the Twisted Visionary Podcast with your host, me. My name is Twisted. And this is your source for gaming and Funko-related news. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about next-gen gaming consoles they release next week, and a whole lot more. So, let's go! First off, let me just quickly introduce myself. My name is A Twisted Vision. That's what I go on on most, if not all, platforms. I am on Twitch, PlayStation, etc., 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 uh, make sure you do follow me on Twitter, Twitch, and Anchor, where you can find all the latest and greatest from me. So let's talk about some Funko Pops. I'm recording this on November 3rd, Election Day. Happy Election Day. Hopefully you all went out and voted. So let's start with some Funko. As of Sunday the 1st, which was three days ago, Numbers 3 and 4 of the Batman Art Series were released. Those are Target exclusives, so if you haven't checked your local Target out, make sure you go do that. They were going quick last I checked. Hot Topics again, a Blacklight Series. Batman and Joker Pop, which honestly look fucking amazing. Like, I recently stopped overdoing the Funko Pops, but those are two I pre-ordered immediately. You're into Marvel, which of course you are. It's Marvel. They're getting Lucha Libre Pops, Pop Pockets, which are the key change, and plushies. Who doesn't like plushies? Fortnite's getting another new wave. Some of them look cool. They're just some of the newer skins. Um, Yeah, Master of the Universe is getting a new line. Most notable to me are the green and purple He-Man and Skeletor, respectively. Those look amazing. There's also Metallic Skeletor that looks dope. But I'm not the biggest Marvel Universe fan, unfortunately. Something I do want to try to get into. But those for Funko Pops, holy shit. Run DMC are finally getting a new wave. This is their first wave since 2012. And the 2012 versions, if you have those, are some big bucks. Let me tell you, like, last I checked, one of them was like $800. Holy shit, dude. That's insane. You're, you're sitting on a small fortune of Funko Pops if you have the three first-gen waves. I don't know why I call them generation. Whatever. Get used to it. And last but not least, the American Girl, Gru- Girl Group TLC. They're getting their own wave. And the cool thing with the TLC Pops is each one of them has their one and six chance at a chase figure. So all three of the girls have a chase variant. Obviously, they're 1-6, just like all other Chase variants, and they are translucent. I was looking at the photos. They look fucking awesome. All right, that's going to be it for Funko for today. I'm going to go more in-depth, future episodes, but that was what was most notable to me. And as most of you do know, hopefully, new Xbox and new PlayStation are launching next week on the 10th and 12th respectively xbox on the 10th playstation on the 12th that is a week from today recording this we're gonna have next gen system super excited for them super amped to play all the next gen gameplay with the 4k 
120 hertz refresh rates on some of those games. Now, cool thing with the Xboxes, the Xbox Series X, the $500 model, has a built-in expansion card slot in the back of the system. You can just plug that in, boom, instant one terabyte. Now, if current-gen systems have taught me anything, and they've taught me a lot, we're going to be running out of hard drive space very quickly. I'm fairly certain the PlayStation doesn't even have a one terabyte. I'm fairly certain it's 825 gigabytes, if I'm not mistaken, which I probably am. But that built-in expansion slot card reader is going to come in clutch. Seagate's already coming out with one. Fairly certain it's already released or it's getting released this week. Both um, systems have started releasing their accessories a little bit early to kind of get away from the wave with the whole coronavirus and everything. Seagate made a one terabyte expansion slot card reader that's going to retail for $220, which is a hefty price, but it will still look dope in your system, which is the most important part about this. This is going to look cool. There will also be three first-party controllers at launch. Black, white, and blue, and with current and just like current-gen controllers, you're going to have to pay an extra $5 premium if you want the color blue. From what I can tell, and what the research I did about the new Xboxes, is current-gen Turtle Beach headsets. So if you have the Recons, 70s, the wireless 600, 700 series, the chat recons, the stealth 300s. They're going to work, which is A-W in my opinion, because holy crap, if I don't have to pay another $200, $250 for a headset, if I want it wireless, or if I want to spend the $100 on the wired versions, that's a W. That's more money I can go spend on games, or another controller. Or, bragging rights, saving it for future games, like Halo Infinite that's coming out next year. We're going to get into that a little later. Some of the launch games that are most notable are Assassin's Creed Valhalla. They actually pushed up the release date to come out alongside the new Xbox One. Which is another W. You're going to hear me referring to a lot of things in this show as a W. But it's the truth, man. It's the truth. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, NBA 2K21, Fortnite. Fortnite. Fortnite's coming back. At least it's not Skyrim. If we get a new Skyrim for the Xbox Series X, I might just kill someone. I haven't decided yet. Also alongside Fortnite, in a week from the actual launch of the system. They're getting the Last Laugh bundle, which has a bunch of Joker skins, along with some other characters, but most notable is the Joker. Call of Duty comes out the same week, alongside Just Dance. Just Dance comes out on the 12th, Call of Duty is on the 13th. I'm counting those as kind of release titles, because it's the same week, just a couple days later. Um... Also, Just Dance for the PlayStation 5 isn't coming out until like a month later. So if you're on Xbox and you're into Just Dance, you get that a little bit early. Some of the other cool things with Xbox is you do have the Xbox Game Pass, which 
is probably one of the cooler things about Xbox and its online services that it offers. You are going to have some digital titles on launch, like Dead by Daylight, Forza Horizon 4, Gears of War 5, Gear Tactics, Rounded, and Sea of Thieves. You're also going to get a couple other ones, but those were the coolest ones to me. Uh, unfortunately, Halo Infinite is no longer a launch title. It did get pushed back until early 2021, so we won't have to wait too, too long for it, but we do have to wait for the next Halo installment. And just like the Xbox One's current gen, next gen Series X and S's will be backwards compatible with all of the Xbox One titles along with the... That's all, folks. Um, you are going to hear me do that a lot, by the way. I'm, I apologize. I'm reading. I'd never read. Alongside all currently compatible Xbox 360 titles will work on next-gen systems. Now, the PlayStation is launching two days later on the 12th. Um, Accessory-wise, running into the same issue with the same thing, I believe, is the launch of the PlayStation 4. We only have the one controller color. It's coming in white to match the system to look nice and sleek, which I personally prefer the design of the PlayStation 5 over the Xbox One. The Xbox One looks like a refrigerator and a stovetop, where the PlayStation 5 looks more futuristic. I just need to figure out where I'm putting this thing. I am getting a day one system. Thank the Lord. I was able to get my pre-order in at GameStop. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, GameStop, for accepting my pre-order. It was greatly appreciated. Other accessories, you're also getting the Pulse headset. SteelSeries is launching a headset alongside it, the Arctis 7P white wireless gaming headset, specifically for the PlayStation 5. So if you don't like the design of the Pulse headset, you do have another option wirelessly. I was not able to figure out if the Turtle Beach headsets are going to work on next-gen systems. Turtle Beach website was not giving me that information at the time of recording this. It might have updated by now, but that is where I got that information for the Xbox. And if you have the PlayStation VR headset currently that works with your PlayStation 4, you are able to use it on your PlayStation 5 along with the accessories, assuming the game is backwards compatible. Now, I don't know what the list is for backwards compatible games, if it's all of them, if it's a few of them, if they're going to be adding them in gradually, like how Xbox did with the 360 games over to the Xbox One. I don't know. But that's a tiny win. We can at least play some of the VR games. You're also getting a new media remote with the PlayStation 5. That media remote is going to have built-in Disney Plus, YouTube, Netflix, and Spotify buttons. You're also getting a new HD camera alongside the launch of the PlayStation 5, so if you do stream from your PlayStation over on Twitch or YouTube or Facebook, wherever you can stream it through through your PlayStation, if you want to add a face cam, you are going to get a new HD camera. One thing I think I forgot to mention about the Xbox, we're going to backtrack a little, maybe. Nope, I did not miss anything. I think I did, though. We'll figure it out eventually. Let me check down below. Ah, yes. Here it is. I did miss something. I put it at the end of my script. Xbox 
One Series X and S will launch with Netflix, Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Spotify, and every other entertainment app currently on current-gen systems. So you're not going to be missing out on any Netflix or Hulu specials. Which is great, especially if you're binge-watching Queen's Gambit, like I am. Some of the launch titles for the PlayStation 5 include Demon Souls, My- Miles Morales, Spider-Man sequel. Also, if you get the uh, premium version or the deluxe version, you do get Spider-Man remastered with the new face skins alongside Miles Morales. You can play both of them in stunning 4K in fidelity mode. They are capped at 60 FPS in performance mode, which is cool. You're also going to have Assassin's Creed Valhalla at launch. It is launching the two days before, so it will be available on the 12th. Call of Duty comes out the day after, like I mentioned earlier. That's I'm going to consider that a launch title. Let's just do it. Let's consider it. Super excited for Cold War. Some of the when they showed the story mode cinematic gameplay. Oh my god! I was like, "Fuck, this is going to be a dark game," and I'm totally in for it. And we're getting zombies back. I miss zombies. I used to play that after school for hours on end on town, rocked, derees, derives, whatever you want to fucking call it. One thing about Demon Souls. It is native 1440p, but you can boost it to 4K in fidelity mode. Whatever that means. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is also capped at 60 FPS. And a cool thing with Call of Duty Cold War that releases the day after. It is crossplay. It is cross-generation with cross-progression. So... If you're not able to get a PlayStation 5 like most people won't be able to on day one and you're still planning on playing Call of Duty, you will be able to transfer your account over to PlayStation 5, of course, but your Call of Duty stats will also transfer with all your rank progression if you play online or in Zombies. You are able to pay a $10 upgrade if you get the digital versions. So let's say you buy the digital version for PlayStation 4, you get your PlayStation 5 for Christmas, you're like, oh, I want to play the new Call of Duty. You pay the 10 bucks. You get the new copy. And if you're playing on a TV or monitor that is 120 hertz or better, you do get the 120 hertz refresh rate in native mode. Whatever that shall mean. You're also going to get NBA, Fortnite, other games alongside on launch. Games coming out in the near future, you're obviously going to have... Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition, which releases November 17th. No Man's Sky Planet Coaster Console Edition. And Watch Dogs Legion. One thing about Watch Dogs is it is capped at 30 FPS, which is an L in my opinion. If most games are going to be 60 FPS in 4K, I feel like they could have done a little bit better and kind of made it happen. So that way we could play Legion at a nice 60 FPS on console. And we're going to backtrack to Call of Duty for a minute. Going back to 120 hertz refresh rate. From the research I did about this, I can only imagine it's going to be the same for Xbox One. I didn't see anything supporting it 
at 120 hertz refresh rate. I don't see it not being able to go up to 120 hertz refresh rate with the hardware that's inside of the Xboxes. But just know if you are getting an Xbox at launch, you might not be able to play at 120 FPS. Fortnite tweeted out yesterday, I believe, that it will be able to do 4K 60 FPS, which is great if you are still playing Fortnite, cranking 90s, telling kids to get good, and winning those battle royals. Did not mention 120 FPS at 1080p. Hopefully that's something to add in the near future, maybe with a future update. And if you are currently playing on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, which I'm assuming all of you are since this is getting posted before the new systems come out, you will be able to keep your skins with your account transfer. Now, last thing I want to cover, it's going to be a very shorter episode. Future episodes, we're going to go deeper into patch notes and everything. I want to talk about I'm going to be the show 20. PlayStation 4 exclusive. Next year, it is reportedly coming to PlayStation 5, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. No word on PC yet, but more people that are able to play this game, the better RBI Baseball is not it, in my opinion. But MLB The Show 20. This is one of the few games I have not been able to take out of my system. It came out of my system for Call of Duty. It came out of my system for Marvel Avengers. That's it. Those are the two games it gets taken out for. And right now I'm not playing Call of Duty because a new one comes out next week. And Marvel Avengers, unfortunately, is already dead, in my opinion. But if you are looking for a good multiplayer sport game that's not made by EA, this is it. This is the game. Especially if you're into baseball. Content all year has been electric. There's at least new content at almost every week. Every now and again, you're going to go like a week, week and a half. No new content. But from the beginning of the year up until, I want to say a month ago, you had at least two new cards minimum. Minimum. That's not including all the new cards they added, like Prime and Award Series. You also have the regular Signature Series that was released in MLB The Show 19. And we... This week, we or last week, slash this week, in the past week, we find it's November. We just received 99 Ken Griffey Jr. and 99 Willie Mays. Ken Griffey Jr. is a program reward uh, for, for completing the 10th inning program. You need 300 stars. Willie Mays is a World Series reward. Now, if you don't know what that is, let me quickly explain it to you. World Series rewards... For Willie Mays, you have to get above a nine. You have to get nine hundred or above in rating. Now, that seems like it's kind of easy to do, right? You start off at zero. You just have to get to nine hundred. Most games early on, you're getting at least fifty to sixty points. So you're like, oh, okay, that's not that bad, but it is. This game is already unrewarding enough, and then you're adding glitchy players like. They just added a new World Series MVP, Corey Seager, to the game. And, oh my god, he has one of the glitchiest swings in the game. I think I've played five or six games with him, and I'm batting above 500. Most of most of my hits, if not all of them, because I haven't looked before I'm saying this, 
have been bombs. I went into a 12th in, 12 inning game last night. Extra innings, I couldn't put this guy away. He was hitting every one of my left-handed hitters so that way he could have the matchup. And Corey Seager hit a grand slam in the 12th inning. He has one of the glitchiest swings, and that ball barely went out. But thankfully, he has over 100 power. Now, another thing with Ken Griffey Jr. in the program award, you just get the stars from playing the game. You have Conquest, you have Showdown. There's a bunch of ways. You have the ninth inning program reward. Or is this the 11th inning? One of the two. You get a program award, you get 75 stars from that. Now, the other day, they recently announced stage four team affinity. Team affinity basically is you get all 30 teams, complete tasks, missions, collection rewards, and exchanges to get points in said team affinity. Each one has their own, so if you're into the Baltimore Orioles, you can get your own team affinities. If you're into the Red Sox, you just want to get every single card you're able to. Uh, they're finally adding Stage 4. Stage 1 was at the beginning of the game. They did face the franchise. So for the Nationals, you had the hot Juan Soto right off the World Series win. Astros, I'm not sure if you can hear that. Just bang the trash can. They had Carlos Correa. Dodgers, you had Justin Turner, etc., etc. Stage 2, we had um, Future Stars. So you got Bruce Dargat, Gratterall. You got Nate Pearson, Gavin Lux. All those hot talent. Hot young talent. That's the word I wanted. Hot young talent coming to the game. Because we finally got minor league into the game. Stage 3 gave us some of the all-time greats. From each individual team. You got legends like John Smoltz from the Atlanta Braves. He ends up having four cards this year. Two closers. Two starters. You had one of the stars at the beginning of the game with the seven legend pack that you get for pre-ordering and you just get those throughout the game. You got a, I want to say World Series. It was either World Series or Flawless. Close, 92 closing pitcher. Then he got his third card, which was the 99 overall starting pitcher, face of the franchise, Atlanta Braves card from the Stage 3 Team Affinity, and he recently got a signature 96 closing pitcher card. He is one of the few, 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 few cards, players, that has four cards in this game. Ken Griffey Jr. is the other one. Ken Griffey Jr. has his gold cover star athlete card from MLB 17. I'm going to say 17. He has his 95 overall World Series reward card. He has his home run derby card, and now he's the 99 MVP award series card. Other cards we got with Stage 3 Team Affinity were Jim, uh, new legend to the game, Jim Tomey. We got Oral, Horsh- Oral Hershiser. There we go. And Tony Gwynn. And they recently announced that Stage 4 is giving us finest. Finest cards are basically Team of the Year cards almost. Every team, it looks like they've already started announcing some on their Twitter at MLB The Show. They're getting 99s. We're going to get a 99 Nelson Cruz, a 99 Xander Bogarts. Those are the only two I remember off the top of my head. But 
if we get some of the good cards with the good swings, like the Juan Soto, like Mookie Betts, it's going to be a great content drop that's dropping on Friday. And they just added the Little Generals event, which is if you're under six foot or if you're under 170 pounds, you're the, that player in the game is eligible to play in this event. And the event rewards is 99 finest 2019 edition Kirby Yates closing pitcher from the San Diego Padres. Now, this isn't the first finest flashback we have seen. The first one was the 99 Jose Ramirez from the Prestige XP program, which is a new XP path that they added this year, which is phenomenal. just takes a while to get to him. Now, I wouldn't mind seeing some more flashback finest cards. I would not mind seeing a flashback Mookie Betts from 2018, I believe he had one. He might get one for the Dodgers. Only reason I say he might get one is because there are the Dodgers had a great year. They won the World Series. But I could see them giving it to someone else to do the flashback card, or if they're already planning on giving Mookie a different 99 like gold glove MVP card. Another card from the Dodgers I'd like to see come back is last year's 2019 finest Cody Bellinger. Because that dude hit bombs. Let me tell you about it. He had one of the better swings last year. Hit nukes out of the fucking park. Titty rips all day long. This year, he did not have a good slugging season. Did great defensively, just not on offense. So it'd be nice to get a nice offensive Cody Bellinger card into the game. And that's going to be it. That's all I have to cover. This is going to be one of the shorter episodes that we do. Just because it is the first one, I'm still getting used to this. Hopefully it sounded okay. Still working on the mic quality and everything. But, you know, you you got to start somewhere. Now, if there is anything, any games you do want me to cover or talk about, like how I kind of went into MLB, if I'm into it, cool, perfect. Not into it, I'll learn. Cool into it or any Funko related uh, pops you want me to talk about or a specific series I know Harry Potter um, is a big one with people Uh, I recently started seeing some of the new series inside retail stores from the Yuletide Ball and um, Goblet of Fire thank you I recently started seeing those sets in retailers which is cool Batman's obviously big with everyone. They're they're coming back into retailers with the art series. Uh, Joker has a Jack Frost bear, um, one for winter DC. There's also a bunch of other DC characters that are getting winter ones. But anything you want me to cover, tweet me at a twisted podcast. All of these social medias will be in the description down below. So if you don't want to click back and have me read it again. It's right there for you. In future episodes, they will be a little bit longer. We are going to go over some patch notes, some of the bigger bigger AAA titles, or just titles in general. I know Call of Duty and Fortnite, we're probably going to end up going over a lot with those patch notes, especially since Cold War is coming out, where it's realistically going to be buggy like the past couple Call of Duties on launch. Wouldn't be surprised if 
there's a major patch within the first two, maybe three weeks. Hopefully no visual bug. Also, Warzone is staying on the same engine as Modern Warfare, which is great because I like the movement a lot better in Modern Warfare from when I played the beta of Cold War and the Alpha. And on November 12th, I'm going to be live on twitch.tv forward slash the twisted vision for a live unboxing and first impressions of the PlayStation 5. We're also going to be playing the new Miles Morales game on stream. So if you want to see what the box looks like, what's inside, what you get, make sure to tune in. Probably going to be live around 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's going to be it for me. So thank you so much for tuning in, guys. It's been a pleasure. First episode down the books. I will see you next time.